The following program is furnished by the Truth About Your Future, LLC. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station. This information is education and not financial advice. Sponsors of the program pay a fee to be interviewed. See the TruthAYF.com disclosure page for details. Consult a financial advisor before investing. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman is brought to you by Global X ETFs, dedicated to providing investors with unexplored and intelligent solutions. And by Bitwise, a trusted guide in crypto has never mattered more. Connect with their dedicated team of crypto experts nationwide at bitwiseinvestments.com. And by Invesco QQQ, a fund that allows you to access the innovators of the NASDAQ 100, Invesco.com. And by Edelman Financial Engines. Rick Edelman is a board member, consultant, shareholder, and client of EFE. But EFE is unaffiliated and has no say over the content of The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman. This is where technology, innovation, and personal finance come together. This is the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. And now your host, Rick Edelman. And a very happy Thanksgiving weekend to you here on The Truth About Your Future. Coming up on the show today, news about NFTs. The SEC cracks down on crypto scams, falling home prices, compensation for caregivers, Invesco's brand new personal finance game, How Not to Suck at Money, and my wife Jean with her weekly health and wellness segment. Welcome to The Truth About Your Future. I'm Rick Edelman. Got a question for you. If you're a woman, do you want to get richer? I've got results of a study for you from the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. They have a simple message for you, ladies. If you want to get richer, here's all you got to do. Stay single and don't have kids. Hey, look, they said it, not me. Their study shows that single women who do not have children average $65,000 in wealth. That compares to fifty-seven dollars for men who are single without kids. And oh, by the way, single mothers, they don't have sixty-five dollars on average. They don't have fifty-seven dollars on average. Single mothers, seven dollars So if you want to do damage to your personal finances, according to the Federal Reserve, have children. And if you want to make it even worse, get married. Hey, this is what they said, not me. I'm just the messenger. And that message seems to be getting across in South Korea. There are fewer South Koreans having babies. It's gotten so bad that the mayor of Seoul wants to provide nannies to young couples because it costs $2,000 a month for babysitters in South Korea. By providing government-paid nannies, it will reduce the expenses of child-rearing and, he hopes, encourage more and more families to have children. Without enough children, the entire economy collapses when there's not enough people in the workforce, there's not enough people to provide care to aging populations. And speaking of aging, guess who's aging in Japan? Criminals. The number of prisoners over age 65 has doubled in the past 20 years in Japan. Elderly criminals are more likely than younger ones to reoffend, which means it doesn't do them a lot of good to let a 60-year-old out of jail. They just commit another crime to go on back in. And 14% of inmates in Japan who are over the age of 60, 14% of them have dementia. We have to assume that the similar situation exists here in the United States because dementia affects people regardless of where they're living. And I don't mean just whether they're living in a given country, but also whether they're living in a prison or not. 
Well, at least those prisoners are getting care provided to them. That's not the case for honest Americans who are living at home. 48 million Americans are now providing care to adult family members or friends, and they're doing it without pay. No surprise, the majority of those people are women, many of whom have left jobs, creating their own financial strains. You could be eligible, though, if you're an unpaid caregiver. You could be eligible for reimbursement hourly wages through your state Medicaid program. Coverage, eligibility, benefits, it all varies state by state, sometimes even county by county. The median hourly wage that you could be getting is $14. That's equivalent to $28,000 a year. So if you're providing care to a friend or family member, go contact your local Medicaid office and see if you qualify for income. And by the way, thank you for your selfless service to your loved ones. I'm Rick Edelman, and you're listening to The Truth About Your Future. One of the most important economical, financial, commercial innovations that are coming our way into your future are NFTs, non-fungible tokens. They're already here, but you ain't seen nothing yet. Just to give you an idea of how big this already is, back in 2020, hip-hop star Travis Scott hosted a concert in the metaverse. And it was attended live by 28 million people. He premiered a song during that concert, and a week later, it debuted at number one on Billboard. We had some rows. We having the goods outside. Moving in and out. We letting the scouts outside. We running the scouts. And now the video of that concert has accumulated over 200 million views on YouTube. In 2020, somebody paid $71,000 for CryptoPunk number 2924. That's an NFT sold on the Ethereum blockchain. CryptoPunk's NFT 2924 was just resold, and somebody this time just paid $4.5 million for it, the fourth highest price ever for a CryptoPunk NFT. All told, there have been $2.4 billion in trades of NFTs year to date. You know, there are 10,000 of these CryptoPunk NFTs. Number 2924 is considered the 38th rarest. So you have to wonder what the value is of the other 37 that are more rare than it. And all of these are just digital pieces of art. They only exist on the internet. All told this year, NFT transaction volume is going to exceed $50 billion. There's no central authority, no banks, no Wall Street brokerage firms, no government or corporation. Payments are made 24-7. They're completed within seconds. Nobody needs a bank account. The PGA Tour is launching a set of NFTs next year. Warner Music Group has just announced a collaboration with OpenSea. That's the world's largest marketplace for NFTs. Recording artists at Warner are going to be able to use OpenSea to create and sell NFTs. At Christie's, the big auction house, they're launching Christie's 3.0, a platform dedicated to just auctioning NFTs. Facebook and Instagram are now adding NFTs to their platforms. Both of them are owned by Meta. CEO Mark Zuckerberg recently sold an NFT of his own childhood baseball card. Sold it for $105,000, as if he needed the money. Walmart now has stores in the metaverse, too. Walmart land, that's going to sell merchandise and NFTs. 
There's an obstacle course filled with oversized samples of its skincare and makeup products. There's a virtual dressing room with apparel from its exclusive fashion lines. It hosted a virtual concert last month that featured top recording artists. And then there's Walmart's Universe of Play, which has toys and games that are popular with gamers and the hottest toys for the holiday season. Walmart has filed for metaverse trademarks, and they're trying to connect the dots between the virtual world and the physical world. Walmart's metaverse stores are on the Roblox platform, which has 52 million daily users, mostly kids and teenagers. In New York, the Museum of Modern Art is selling their masterpieces by Picasso, Renoir, and Rodin. They're going to raise $70 million, and what are they going to do with the money? They're going to buy digital art. You see, the museum typically gets about 3 million visitors a year, but last year attendance was half that much, largely due to the pandemic. So what's the museum doing? Beefing up its online content. Although it had 3 million visitors to its museum last year, it had 35 million visitors to its website and its YouTube channel. So the museum is going to buy NFTs. They're selling their physical art to buy digital art. And you know what Bob Dylan did. He sold his music catalog for $400 million. Bruce Springsteen sold his for over $500 million. Stevie Nicks got $100 million. Ryan Tedder, $200 million. Paul Simon sold his music for $250 million. Louise Fonsi got $100 million. So did Justin Timberlake. Sting and Phil Collins both sold their music catalogs for $300 million. Who were they selling their music to? Some of the biggest institutional investors. Concord. BlackRock, Apollo, Providence Equity, Eldridge Industries, Spirit Music Group, Primary Wave Music, and Sony and Universal all bought the music from these recording artists. What are those institutions going to do with the music they now own? They're going to convert them to NFTs. You're going to be able to buy a piece of the music. So every time you hear Blood on the Tracks, You're going to be an owner of that music, and every time you hear it played on Spotify, you'll get a piece of the royalty. You'll not only be a fan, you'll be an owner of the music. How cool is that? All of this, an indication of the significance of NFTs and how it's growing in importance in our economy. You ain't seen nothing yet. If you aren't familiar with NFTs, if you're not engaging with NFTs, Now is the time to get that knowledge. You'll learn a lot about it in my new book, The Truth About Crypto. I'm Rick Edelman. We'll be right back. Allow us to introduce you to Tom, an ordinary person who helped shape the future by putting his money behind the right ideas. Tom enjoys tending to his tomato garden and is currently developing the perfect blend for his homemade spaghetti sauce. Tom is also accessing companies that help change the course of the aerospace industry by investing in Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is a fund that allows you access to innovators of the NASDAQ 100, which goes to show you don't have to be a rocket scientist to help push progress forward. Become an agent of innovation. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. 
There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. The Nasdaq 100 index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the Nasdaq. You can't invest directly into an index. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit investco.com for a prospectus with this information. Read it carefully before investing. You're listening to The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman. Thanks for listening to today's show, and thanks to Bitwise Asset Management for being our sponsor. Rick asked Bitwise to support the show because Bitwise has just one mission, to help you understand and access the opportunities in crypto. As crypto continues to grow in scale and complexity, a trusted guide is more important than ever. That's why Bitwise has built a nationwide team of crypto experts to help you. So take advantage of Bitwise's team. They work closely with financial advisors, institutions, and individual investors just like you. Talk to a Bitwise expert today or sharpen your crypto knowledge with Bitwise's awesome library of content. You'll find great help whether you're a crypto beginner or a financial professional. Crypto has major risks to consider, including the loss of your entire investment. So before investing in crypto funds, visit bitwiseinvestments.com for their library of content and to learn about the risks with these investments. That's bitwiseinvestments.com. Afraid to look at your financial statements? Shredding them without opening them? It's time for a second opinion from Edelman Financial Engines. Our opinions aren't based on intuition or daily market movements. They're grounded in institutional rigor, and all of our planners are fiduciaries who put your interest above all others. So if you need help managing the ups and downs of this market, we're ready to talk. At Edelman Financial Engines, you get personalized investment recommendations from a dedicated wealth planner who doesn't sell products to earn commissions. So stop shredding those financial statements. Let's take a look together. It's time to get a second opinion. Get your complimentary wealth checkup where you can discuss your financial goals with a wealth planner. Call Edelman Financial Engines at 888-899-4450. That's 888-899-4450. Or visit planefe.com slash rick today. You're listening to The Truth About Your Future. I'm very happy to welcome back onto the program my friend Ryan McCormack. He's the Factor and Core Equity ETF Strategist. That's a big title. For the Invesco QQQ, the fifth largest ETF in the country, 23 years old, one of the most popular in the nation. Ryan, good to have you back on the program. Thanks, Rick. Great to be back. We have a lot of focus on college sports. We all love to watch football and basketball, and it is indeed the season. Invesco QQQ is one of the sponsors of the NCAA. Invesco is clearly trying to reach individual investors. And by serving individual investors, it shows a really big commitment. You know, not every fund company, I hate to put it the way I'm going to put it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Not every fund company cares about individual investors. They serve institutional clients or they serve advisors and they don't have a focus on individual investors. But Invesco is a household name because of your commitment to individual investors. And this all ties to the NCAA. It's not just that Invesco is a sponsor of the NCAA. It's the fact that Invesco is focusing on financial education. Talk about the new game that Invesco has just created in conjunction with the NCAA, and it's got the most wacky title of a personal finance program I have ever heard. 
talk about that. I think we'll have to lead with the title. The game is called How Not to Suck at Money. <laughs> we got to stop there. Seriously, How Not to Suck at Money. That's the ultimate goal. So you got to elaborate. Talk about this educational game for students. Yeah. So I'll take a step back and kind of just address some of your your earlier comments, which I think were spot on. Um, you know, Invesco is is very well known and QQQ has been very well known in the investment community for the better part of the last 20 years. Um, you know, I think you, you see the ads on, on, on CNBC, on, on some of the other financial programs. Um, but, you know, you look at sort of the dynamics of, of investing and, and ETFs in general, I think, have, have led the way of the democratization of investing. You know, retail investors or self-directed investors can gain exposure to themes, ideas, products that, that they wouldn't have been able to 20 years ago. So with that, we've seen folks, you know, kind of lean the self-directed route. And, and, and you know, specifically, we, we kind of talk about those folks as, as the individual investor. Um, and a lot of that spurred our Invesco QQQ being the, the official ETF of, of the NCAA and leads us to, to how not to suck at money. Um, it's an interactive game that, that helps to teach students lessons about budgeting, about credit cards, just kind of t taking control and owning their finances so that they can be better equipped for the future. But it's been very well received. It's a huge part of our commitment to, to, to the NCAA. Well, it is certainly a very catchy name. I've played the game. Uh, you just go to the website. H-N-T-S-A-M, How Not to Suck at Money. It's kind of like a, an old school video game. I'm thinking like, you know, Mario Brothers. It's very basic as it really just talks at the student's level, but it's kind of fun and funny. It's incredibly easy and intuitive to play. It doesn't take a lot of time. You can stop and start whenever you feel like it. It really isn't an investment strategy game. It is a basic personal finance game. We have to remember that most students graduate with no financial literacy. And so it's really important that we provide some. And your game is a simple, easy, frictionless way for them to get that access. Talk about the reaction that you're hearing from students who uh, play the game. Yeah. So, you know, I think the point you were just making, you know, 60 percent of college students are, are, are extremely interested in learning more about managing their money. Right. But only 14 percent have taken a non-credit financial education course. So right there, right, th there's a disconnect. But, you know, as we start to kind of roll out how not to suck at money and 91 percent of students who have played the game feel better informed about personal finance. And 86 percent of those that have taken the game plan to do something as a result of, of, of lessons learned. And so we strive to continue to expand that reach. Thus far, we've seen 2.3 million site visits and, and 70,000 game starts, uh, which is pretty significant. We're very encouraged, and I think there's there's ample opportunity for more and more students to take advantage of, of this free resource. So it works either way, desktop or laptop, iPad, what have you, or on your smartphone, simple and easy to use. It's free, of course. Uh, what are you doing, Ryan, to publicize this so that students are aware that this game exists? There's a lot of eyes on, on, on March Madness. Um, we were down in, uh, in New Orleans last year promoting the game to, to college students. And it was really interesting to see how motivated and how eager a lot of these students were. So, you know, it's about consistently getting that message out there and empowering students to take control of, of, of their finances and ultimately their future. Now, I'll mention this, you know, although uh, Invesco created How Not to Suck at Money, uh, this this new personal finance game for college students. Quite frankly, from my experience of playing the game, 
There's no doubt in my mind that teenagers can benefit and enjoy the game as well. Although this is aimed at college students, I would not hesitate to allow a ninth or 10th grader play this game as well. Absolutely. Again, I think it goes back to just how approachable the game is, how easy it is. And, and you know, the lessons are, are sort of basic financial literacy, you know, and I think it's approachable for all teenagers up through the college age student and, and even beyond that. So I encourage you to go check this out. Ryan, uh, I had mentioned uh, HNTSAM as a website. Is that the best way for people to find the game? HNTSAM is the easiest way to pull it up. And, you know, there should be a link. Just play the game. And, you know, from there, it'll run within your browser. And if you uh, have trouble remembering that awkward acronym, uh, HNTSAM, just remember what it stands for. How not to suck at money. Uh, which is just too clever a name, and uh, I never would have had the guts to title one of my books that. How Not to Suck at Money, a brand new personal finance game from our friends at Invesco and Invesco QQQ. Ryan McCormick, the Factor and Core Equity ETF strategist at Invesco QQQ, thanks for joining us on the show and explaining how not to suck at money. Thanks very much, Rick. I'm Rick Edelman. Ryan and I spoke a little bit longer than this, and you can listen, watch, or read the entire conversation at The Truth AYF.com. And I invite you to go learn how not to suck at money. You're listening to The Truth About Your Future. I'm Rick Edelman. You're probably listening to this radio show, but did you know it's also a podcast? So if you haven't heard the news, I'm going to be continuing this show as a podcast. In fact, podcast only starting January 1st. And it's not merely going to be a weekly podcast. It's now going to be a daily podcast. You can subscribe wherever you download your podcasts at iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever. And of course, my own website, thetruthayf.com. And I hope you'll continue sticking with me as we move to the podcast world starting January 1st. When we come back, the SEC cracks down on crypto scams. Stay with us for more on the truth about your future. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman is sponsored by Charles Schwab. Schwab's passion for serving clients is more than standard practice. It's part of who they are. With transparent pricing, 24-7 live support, and a satisfaction guarantee, the people at Schwab go the extra mile to help you on your investing journey. They're not just financial people. They're people people, too. Learn more at schwab.com slash schwab. That's schwab.com slash schwab. The Truth About Your Future is sponsored by Global X ETFs. Exponential technologies are transforming the world around us and creating new investment opportunities along the way. But where to start? At Global X, we have spent more than a decade focusing on long-term emerging trends, what we call thematic growth. While many of these disruptions are now part of our daily lives, like fintech and telemedicine, others are making their impact felt behind the scenes, or perhaps under the hood. Think of the lithium batteries that power electric vehicles, the rise of hydrogen fuel cells, or renewables like solar and wind, which are becoming increasingly cost-competitive and more appealing to consumers who are environmentally conscious or sensitive to volatile fuel prices. All of these themes represent vital components of a next-generation green energy economy that is more reliant on innovation and less dependent on fossil fuels. Learn how you can add these and other green investment themes to your portfolio at GlobalXETFs.com. That's GlobalXETFs.com. Or ask your financial advisor.
You're listening to The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman, sponsored by Choice. If you want more control over how you invest your money, you need to check out Choice. Choice makes it easy for you to invest in Bitcoin and other crypto assets in your retirement account. You can transfer your existing IRA, roll over an old 401k, or start fresh with a new investment. There are no hidden fees or account minimums, just more choice in how you invest your money. You can open a deductible or Roth IRA and invest in Bitcoin, crypto, stocks, ETFs, gold, real estate, and more, all in a single account. Don't let your old bank or brokerage firm limit what you're allowed to invest in. Do what Rick did and take control of your future by heading on over to retirewithchoice.com slash Rick. That's retirewithchoice.com slash Rick. Or simply search Choice IRA in the App Store or Google Play Store on your iPhone or Android device. It's your money. It should be your choice. Retirewithchoice.com slash Rick. Welcome back. The truth about your future continues. FTX, the world's second largest crypto exchange, has announced that the company is broke, that they aren't able to handle withdrawal requests from their crypto exchange platform. FTX has slapped their logo on the uniforms of umpires in the World Series. They bought the naming rights to the stadium where the Miami Heat plays. You saw them on the Super Bowl, Hollywood celebrities or sports professionals touting crypto. We need to recognize they're being paid to be a spokesperson. Well, you heard the news about Kim Kardashian for sure. She has paid a $1.26 million fine to the SEC for touting a crypto token without disclosing that she was being paid to do so. She also agreed not to promote any digital assets for three years. Emax tokens paid Kim Kardashian $250,000 to post on Instagram an endorsement of the token. Now, she did say hashtag ad, but she didn't say how much money she was being paid, and the SEC felt that she didn't do enough to disclose. So you need to recognize this issue. You need to recognize that when you have celebrities promoting anything, whether it's a healthcare solution or clothing or an investment opportunity, you always need to ask, are they being paid to do it? And is it possible they're being paid without properly disclosing? Kim Kardashian in the crosshairs of the SEC. The SEC has also shut down a new Ponzi scheme. It's called Crypto FX. It's out of Texas. Mauricio Chavez and Giorgio Benvenuto, they've got no experience or training in investments in crypto, according to the SEC. That didn't stop them from holding seminars since 2020, supposedly teaching people how to build wealth by trading in crypto. They predominantly targeted the Latino community, and 5,000 people gave them a total of $12 million, and all that money was lost. And then there's Joshua Nicholas of Florida. He has pled guilty to running a Ponzi scheme that defrauded investors of $100 million. He was promising daily returns of 1%. That's 365% per year. And he was telling them he would pull it all off with crypto. So you need to recognize that scam artists go after people any which way they can. There's so much interest. There's so much attention. There's so much curiosity about crypto. 
It's making it easy for crooks to use crypto as the basis of their activities. This isn't about crypto. This is strictly about con men. You need to be on your guard if somebody is promising you something that seems too good to be true. And you need to make sure you begin with education so that you understand how this stuff works. It'll help you defend yourself against the con artists. Because i got to tell you this story, and this one happened a little too close to home. A financial advisor told me that he got a phone call from his client. His client wanted to invest in crypto. And his financial advisor says, I can't help you because my firm doesn't allow me to engage in this. And the client, therefore, went on his own. He went and did a Google search, and he went on the internet to look for an advisor who would help him buy crypto. And he found that advisor based in the United Kingdom. And this outfit promised him that they would turn a $100,000 investment into a million dollars in just 90 days. So... He withdrew $100,000 from his account with his advisor. He sent the $100,000 to the new advisor in the United Kingdom. And sure enough, 90 days later, they called him on the phone and they said, we're happy to tell you, we did a good job for you. Your account is now worth a million dollars. We're worried, though, they said, that the price of Bitcoin might fall. We want to close out your account, capture your profits, we want to mail you a check for the million dollars. But in order to get your money, they said, we're in Europe, we're in the United Kingdom, and so we have a VAT tax, a value-added tax. And in order for us to send you the million dollars, you need to pay the VAT tax in advance. So you need to send us $300,000, it's a 30% tax, so that we can send you the million-dollar profit. Well, you know how this story is going to end. The guy called his advisor here in the U.S. and he said, I want to liquidate 300 grand out of my account. And he explained to him why and his advisor gave him the bad news. You're being conned. They stole your 100 grand and now they're trying to steal another 300 grand. I blame the SEC for all of this. Why? Because the SEC is not yet making available a Bitcoin ETF in the marketplace. And as a result of the lack of clarity among regulations, firms are not allowing their advisors to engage on behalf of their clients. And this is forcing clients to go elsewhere to people they don't know all around the world. And they're getting into very serious trouble as a result of this. A lot of the frauds and scams could be avoided if the SEC would simply allow advisors here in the U.S. to do their jobs by allowing them to provide their clients with investments related to crypto. We allow clients to invest in lots of risky assets. What's wrong with adding just one more? It's a real sad situation to see. And the SEC, though, rather than preventing the frauds, they just nail people after the frauds occur. They've now hit a crypto advisor with fraud charges. They say he got investors to give him $4.3 million, and instead of investing the money, he stole it. And here's the thing that is scaring me the most. When I said earlier there was something a little too close to home, this one is really too close to home. The advisor who is defrauding those investors... His name is Gabriel Edelman. And no, he has no relation to me. It is not me. I've never heard of the guy, but he's got the same last name. 
He's been operating two businesses, according to the SEC, Creative Advancement, LLC, and Edelman Blockchain Advisors, LLC. And I have nothing to do with any of that. Never heard of the guy. Don't know anything about it. And I'm just telling you this in case you come across anybody anywhere saying, did you hear about this SEC nailing an advisor named Edelman? It ain't me, friends. It's somebody totally unrelated. Yeah, con jobs, counterfeiters, Ponzi schemes, bank fraud. Scams are everywhere, not just crypto. You've got to look, for example, at what's going on in the wine industry. Screaming Eagle Sauvignon Blanc, these bottles sell for $5,500 a piece. But wine fraud is huge, partly because of that. Wine fraud is $9 billion a year. You know, you could buy a 1982 bottle of Chateau Lafitte Rothschild for 5900 bucks. You could drink the wine and then sell the empty bottle for $1,500. Because someone will take the empty bottle and fill it with fake wine and resell it for 5900 bucks. This is a big problem for the wine industry. So what are they doing to beat the counterfeiters? They're turning to blockchain. They're now printing laser etch on the bottles. They're using scannable chips that you can verify the data on the blockchain, which cryptographically authenticates that the bottle is real. You can see the complete history from the winery, from the vineyard, all the way to the store or to the auction house. This is an illustration how blockchain technology crypto is not the cause of scams. It's actually going to be the competing solution to defeat all of these scams. And what about the stories that Bitcoin is bad for the planet? Talk about another scam. Cambridge University has created the Bitcoin Electricity Consumption Index. They've been tracking Bitcoin's energy usage since 2019. Everybody agrees that Cambridge produces the most reliable, objective data about the environmental impact of Bitcoin. They just released their 2022 study, and they say that both sides of the argument, the Bitcoin haters and the Bitcoiners, both of them are making claims that are, in their words, rather far-fetched, based on oversimplification and scant information. So here is what Cambridge says is the truth about what's really going on with Bitcoin mining and its impact on the environment. Since inception, Bitcoin has pumped 200 million tons of carbon dioxide into the air, 92% of that since 2018. But this year, in 2022, the situation has become different. Bitcoin is producing 14% less emissions than a year ago, just 0.1% of global greenhouse emissions. It's about the same as Nepal. About half of the emissions that are produced by gold mining the reason for the decline, the report says, is not the decline in Bitcoin's price, because miners are as busy as ever, regardless of the price. The reason for the decline in the emissions is that Bitcoin miners are now using more energy-efficient hardware. And more importantly, 38% of Bitcoin mining is sustainable energy. Hydropower, wind, solar, nuclear, geothermal. Coal's only 37%. A big part of the reason why miners have increased their sustainable energy usage and reducing coal is because China banned Bitcoin mining back in 2021. Miners there were using coal, but they left, came to the U.S., mostly New York and Texas. And they're now using green energy instead of coal. Bitcoin miners spend more money on energy than anything else. So they've got a big incentive to lower their energy bills, and that means moving away from fossil fuels. 
So when you hear people saying Bitcoin's bad for the planet, that's a bit of a scam. The story is not nearly as bad as people suggest. Stay with us for more here on The Truth About Your Future. Did you know Schwab offers a satisfaction guarantee? If for any reason you're not completely satisfied, Schwab will refund your fee or commission and work with you to make things right. You won't find that kind of promise everywhere, but you will find it at Schwab. It's just another way that they put clients' interest at the heart of everything they do. Learn what's included and how it works at schwab.com satisfaction. That's schwab.com satisfaction. You've been planning for your retirement for some time, but right now, things may not be going according to plan. If your retirement timeline is shifting due to market performance, it's time for a second opinion. Edelman Financial Engines can help answer questions like when to take Social Security and how you may be able to turn your savings into the retirement income you need. You don't want to postpone retirement. Now is the time to talk to a dedicated wealth planner. At Edelman Financial Engines, you get personalized investment recommendations. Our approach is backed by institutional rigor. We model over 38,000 securities monthly, so we can better stress test your portfolio through thousands of scenarios. And our planners don't sell products to earn commissions. Get your complimentary wealth checkup today, where you can discuss your financial goals with a wealth planner. Call Edelman Financial Engines at 888-899-4450. That's 888-899-4450. Or visit planefe.com rick today. What do all the greatest innovations have in common? Agents of innovation. Ordinary people who shape the future by putting their money behind the right ideas. Invesco QQQ is a fund that allows you access to innovators of the NASDAQ 100. So you don't have to be an inventor to help create what's next to come. Be an agent of innovation with Invesco QQQ. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't invest directly into an index. Before investing, carefully read and consider fund investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the prospectus at Invesco.com. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. Rick Edelman here on The Truth About Your Future. Well, U.S. home prices are falling for the first time in years. In San Francisco, prices are down 3.5%. They're down 3% in Seattle. And mortgage rates are higher at 7%, 15-year high. So what do you do if you're a home builder and you've just built dozens of houses in a brand new community? You started building these homes six months, nine months, a year ago with the expectation you'd have no problem selling them because back then interest rates were a lot lower and affordability was much stronger because the stock market was higher. People had a lot of cash. But now you're in a situation where you've got a lot of houses that have been built. You can't find buyers because nobody wants to buy houses at today's high prices and today's high interest rates. So what do you do? You sell all of your houses. 
in one big package. You don't sell one house to one homeowner. You sell the entire package of houses that you've just built to an institutional investor. Why would an institutional investor want to buy the 50 houses you just built? They're going to rent them out and generate rental income and wait for the housing market to recover and enjoy the profits long term. Well, that's exactly what's been going on. September was the worst month for sales of new homes since 2012, according to the National Association of Home Builders. So bundlers of homes are buying these houses at discounts of up to 20%. That's causing real estate prices to fall even further. Because when you go to look to buy a house, you're going to look at what they call the comparable. If I'm going to pay you to buy your house, I'm not going to pay you more than what other houses have been selling for. So if institutional buyers are paying 20% less, that means that I'm going to pay 20% less as well, which means the seller is going to end up receiving 20% less. So think about it. If you're trying to sell your home because home builders are bundling and selling at 20% discounts to institutional investors, you're going to be stuck selling your house for 20% less as well. So if you're thinking about selling your home, you better hurry up and sell it fast before prices fall further. Meanwhile, there's one segment of the marketplace that doesn't really care about any of this. They're buying houses aplenty. We're talking about the ultra-rich. They're buying homes in London and New York. There's a surge in transactions in both of these cities. More than 200 homes in New York City have sold above $10 million in just the first eight months of this year. That's versus about 160 in 2019. So we are now selling more $10 million homes in New York than we were prior to the pandemic. It's an even bigger deal in London. Nearly 300 homes have sold for $5 million or more. That's up 66% compared to just a couple of years ago. So the ultra-rich are taking full advantage of the opportunities in housing, and they don't seem to care about where interest rates are because most likely they're paying cash. You know, housing is the world's biggest asset class. Big investors spent $45 billion last year. That's up from $3 billion in 2020. The trend is now spreading to Europe. Institutions there are building 73,000 build-to-rent properties. They're doing this in Germany, Ireland, the Netherlands, and in the Nordic markets. So we're finding institutions saying, you know what? The heck with the stock market. It's the real estate market that we're all excited about. One place, though, they're not terribly excited, China. New home sales there are down 29% over last year. Most Chinese have most of their net worth in real estate, not in the stock market. So the fact that new home sales have fallen 30% over the last year is a real big problem for the Chinese economy. And because these prices are still so high, this is why 80 million people rent here in the United States. Only 2% of them have their rental payments, though, reported in their credit file. That's not really fair because the benefit of being a homeowner is that if you make your monthly payment on time, it demonstrates that you are good with credit and it makes your credit score go up, which makes your overall cost of borrowing to go down when you need a credit card or a car loan or a student loan. But that doesn't apply to people who rent to fix that, Fannie Mae is now subsidizing landlords to help renters build credit. But here's the thing. Only positive payments will be reported. If you fall behind in your payments, you're not going to be dinged on your credit record. 
In other words, these folks have no downside. Lenders won't see the true picture. This is a terrible situation. It's wonderful news that Fannie Mae is acknowledging that renters need to have their rent payments count toward their credit file, but only counting good payments and not reporting failure to pay? That's not apples to apples. That's not fair. It's not legitimate. And it gives lenders an inaccurate picture of the credit worthiness of renters. So my attitude would be, if you're going to report the data, report all of the data, not merely the good to artificially make bad renters appear better than they really are. And oh, by the way, if you're thinking of buying real estate in Portugal, you can now pay for it in Bitcoin. The first sale of a house in Portugal occurred in September, and the buyer used Bitcoin to pay for the house. The entire process just took a few minutes. It's permitted by the Portuguese tax financial and notary authorities, and this trend is likely going to spread around the world. In Colombia, a real estate company with backing from Jeff Bezos is now accepting Bitcoin. British law firm Kingsley Napley has helped 70 clients buy property using crypto as well. In the United States, 12% of first-time buyers say they plan to sell digital assets to come up with the cash for their down payment. One company has 16 listings of houses for sale where the seller will accept Bitcoin. Total value of those properties, $160 million. There's a mortgage company in Florida that will give you a mortgage of up to $5 million if it's backed by your crypto holdings. So you can use your crypto as collateral to get a loan so you don't have to come up with the cash otherwise. We're going to see a continuation of crypto engaging in the real estate industry and everyone will be better off for it. Time now for everybody's favorite segment of the program, Visit by My Wife, Jean Edelman. Jean is a student of the healing arts, Reiki, traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, acupuncture, and of course, macrobiotic and plant-based cooking. Here's Jean. Great to be with you this week. This week, there are some lyrics that keep looping through my mind. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. If you've ever seen the cover of my first book, The Other Side of Money, it's a pebble being tossed into a pond and the ripples that it creates. Believe it or not, we create ripples in our life, in our day, in our moments. We can choose to get up every morning and create ripples of confusion, or it is probably best to wake up every morning with the intention of creating ripples of calm. It's all about perspective and what we choose to engage our time and energy in. If we are a drop of water in the ocean, are we not also part of the ocean? And if we are one person, are we not one of all humanity on the planet? We can ripple out of our corner of the world. We can ripple out peace, kindness, happiness, gratitude, joy, and it will make a difference. So my action item for the week is tell somebody, I love you for who you are. I see you for all your greatness. These messages need to be held in our heart every day. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me today and every day. So the word of the week is joy. The J is for jewel because each and every one of us are a jewel and we need to shine. The O is for open, to be open-minded and open-hearted and open to all the possibilities. And Y is for yes, yes for all things that are new. And you know what? See what happens when you say yes. 
We are all special. We can each make a difference. Share and shine your light wherever you can every day. Have a great week, everyone. If you're enjoying Jean's words of the week, you can get a list of them and all of her segments at the truth, AYF.com. The Truth About Your Future is sponsored by Global X ETFs. You tune in every week to hear Rick Edelman tackle the personal finance topics that matter most to investors. And this year, what matters most is market volatility, stubbornly high inflation, and rising interest rates. It's been a lot to grapple with. At Global X ETFs, our income-oriented strategies can be an appealing way to help you position your portfolio during this period of uncertainty and volatility. Our approach goes beyond bonds and traditional fixed income investments. We focus instead on asset classes that offer you income-producing potential that you may not have considered, including MLPs from the energy sector, real estate investment trusts, preferred stocks, covered call strategies, and dividend-paying stocks. We've been providing investors like you with income-oriented investments like these for more than a decade through both bull and bear markets. Come explore our full range of ETFs and look at our research and more at GlobalXETFs.com or talk with your financial advisor. GlobalX ETFs. You're listening to The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman. Thanks for listening to today's show. And thanks to Bitwise Asset Management for being our sponsor. Rick asked Bitwise to support the show because Bitwise has just one mission, to help you understand and access the opportunities in crypto. As crypto continues to grow in scale and complexity, a trusted guide is more important than ever. That's why Bitwise has built a nationwide team of crypto experts to help you. So take advantage of Bitwise's team. They work closely with financial advisors, institutions, and individual investors just like you. Talk to a Bitwise expert today or sharpen your crypto knowledge with Bitwise's awesome library of content. You'll find great help, whether you're a crypto beginner or a financial professional. Crypto has major risks to consider, including the loss of your entire investment. So before investing in crypto funds, visit bitwiseinvestments.com for their library of content and to learn about the risks with these investments. That's bitwiseinvestments.com. Thanks for joining me on the show this week. And remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can download it wherever you get your favorite podcasts, as well as my website, thetruthayf.com. And starting in January, this radio show will be exclusively a daily podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. 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 I'm sorry, what? What part didn't you understand? The buh or the bye? Bye-bye. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman has been brought to you by Global X ETFs, dedicated to providing investors with unexplored and intelligent solutions. And by Bitwise, a trusted guide in crypto has never mattered more. Connect with their dedicated team of crypto experts nationwide at bitwiseinvestments.com. And by Invesco QQQ, a fund that allows you to access the innovators of the NASDAQ 100. Invesco.com. Stay tuned for Everyday Wealth with Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky from Edelman Financial Engines. EverydayWealth.com backslash radio. EFE and the truth about your future with Rick Edelman are unaffiliated entities. 
Get the truth about your future every weekend with Rick Edelman. It's the truth, AYF.com.